Welcome to the Arts of Spirituality podcast. This is your host, Myra. This podcast takes us on a journey to finding new ways of spirituality that can help us ascend to our higher self and be one with the universe. Hi friends. So today we're going to be talking about mentors in the spiritual community. I feel like this is a very important subject because we always try to look for mentors in everything right like we we see someone who has achieved a goal that we're trying to achieve therefore we follow someone to achieve that goal recently i started watching the teal swans hulu documentary the deep end in the spiritual community there has been a lot of negative talks about the work that she does and how she does it and how she goes about things right so either you like her or you really don't and well, I became curious and I started watching. I swear to you guys, I only watched episode one and I didn't fully watch this episode. And it was because, well, for one, I saw what everyone in the spiritual community was talking about, where she, her, her followers are pretty much like fan based. Um, it's like, it kind of reminds me of the fan base that Sylvia Brown used to have back in the day where everyone was like hanging by everything that she said like everywhere she would say her fan base was like hanging by it but the thing but that wasn't my cringe moment the cringe moment was more like when they're out in the retreat so anyone who doesn't know who Teo Swan is Teo Swan is uh she helps people with their traumas and helps them evolve from their traumas. She's very blunt about things and she kind of makes you see the things that are right in front of you and how you can move forward from there. Which I love the work, but the way that she's approaching it to me is a little bit cringe. And it's not so much that her followers are fans. It's so much of the approach. So in the first episode, they they show obviously where she goes out and she does her, her presentations and whatnot. But then they also show where she's out in the retreat with a group of people. And there's this guy on there who asks her, who is above you? Who do you go to? for your advice like we're here to get advice from you and for your guidance who do you go to and if ego had a face she was wearing that face it almost felt like she was very defensive when she was answering the question and i get it we're not perfect and we're not there's no such thing as a perfect mentor there's no such thing as a perfect but her response was very cringe to me because she said I don't need anybody else I have all the answers I am you know she along the lines she made it seem like she had all that she needed within her and she didn't need no one above her she didn't look up to anyone she didn't like none of that and I find that very very unrealistic first of all no one has all the answers. Absolutely no one has all the answers. And two, the fact that you're putting yourself in that pedestal enough to say, I have all the answers, at that point, you're to me, that's not being humbled. 
you know and not just that but like the fact that he doesn't look up to anyone i could definitely say that i don't have one person that i look up to i admire a lot of people and a lot of people's work but i don't base it off of just one person like per se i could find inspiration on many of my mentors and many of the people that inspire me that i have not physically or socially met in you know in, in physical form but i have followed their work and i've seen what they do and they inspire me through their work but the fact that she said that she doesn't have anyone who she looks up to kind of was very cringe because then you become then you really are creating a cult like all you're doing is your word is is everything you know teachings are everything when the guy kind of came back to her response and said well you have to have someone above you you know kind of thing she was like you have to question why is it that you're questioning my authority why are you questioning my abilities and i'm like that's when i stopped watching because like i said a, a spiritual mentor as a spiritual healer and as a leader you don't want to create replicas of you you want to be able to be a tool for somebody else to have them be themselves and then in turn be a different type of tool or even the same tool for other people because once again everybody's spirituality is different and the way that you approach certain scenarios or certain mentors is completely different too how i approach certain certain points of views or my perspective on a specific subject may be different from someone else and the, the way that i teach it can resonate with you and it cannot resonate with this, the other one so it's like the fact that you're closing up your gift and your ability and i've heard a lot of good things about her workshop and what she does and how she does it right but don't put yourself on a pedestal you have to be humble enough to know that these people are here for a specific thing that you can provide for them a specific ability that you have but that doesn't mean that that makes them cold that doesn't mean that that makes them complete it's part of the journey i've had multiple mentors throughout my spirituality and in my career and every time that i have learned what i have to learn from my mentors it's not like i stopped talking to them i still talk to them and most of them appreciate the fact that they were able to help me with their teachings and i was able to in a sense level up because of their teachings so the fact that she is on there saying all of these things was just very cringe and like i said i only watched episode one um i feel like i gave her the opportunity to kind of be different for what i was hearing like i wanted to see it firsthand not let the spiritual community guide me or like be biased because the spiritual community had this this certain aspect of her or like the spiritual community is like half for her half not for her and um 
in a personal level I, that's the only thing that kind of bothered me i wish she she would do some sort of like shadow work and understand that it's not just about her and if these people are coming to her she doesn't have to have mentors she doesn't have to have anybody above her but understand that she does not have all the answers and that is okay you know it it doesn't take away the the good things that she has already done the good things that she has accomplished because she will not have all the answers so that kind of leads me into this episode and how I want you guys to understand that you the the actual like red flags of a spiritual leader or a mentor both in your spirituality and in your personal life never become a fanatic like that's rule number one never become a fanatic understand your position and the position that you you have when you when you take on a mentor because your mentor will guide you to exactly what you need whether it's your career or your spirituality but understand that once you have learned those steps and you've learned the the things that that you needed from them that you could step into your reality and make it your own so don't be a fanatic no one's perfect um i've had people both in spirituality and in a career-based scenario where they become fans of the person and then eventually they find out that they're not perfect and it becomes like a well now i don't want to do any of that because the person that i thought she or he was is not at all what i thought they were and that's because you become a fan of that person you become a fanatic you think that that person walks on water you think that that person turns water into wine and you become a fanatic so um be aware of that everybody's human everybody makes mistakes and no one's perfect no one will ever have all the answers and there is a lot of, that you could learn from your mentors and spiritual leaders and anyone that you encounter you learning what they're teaching and adapting it into your reality and how you could make it your own like eventually just make it part of you and your teachings because eventually you will have to teach someone else you would have to guide someone else my second red flag about this is someone who puts themselves on a pedestal if they are constantly constantly reminding you of the good things that they did or the good things that they do there is something fishy about that like i'll give you guys a, a great example about this um a while ago i i had heard this phrase this is how i remember it the devil brags about the good things that he does so no one knows that he's the devil and i know in our reality in spirituality the devil is the devil that's an entity whatever but it's pretty much like someone who's evil or bad will always brag about the good things so you don't find out that he's so bad right and that kind of stuck out to me um i kind of kept that in the back of my mind at all times when i meet someone like if you meet someone and they're bragging about how good they are and 
how they you know they're, they're so great at what they do and they have like all these followers and they helped all these people and people say this about them and how their spiritual career as a consultant or a leader or a advisor whatever the case is has been so successful based on the things that the people help um and this goes too with your career like i've had people who i've had bosses who automatically the moment that i met them they were like oh i give my my employees a raise every so often and i let them do this and i let them do that and i'm a great boss and i'm the best boss and blah 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 and come to find out you know a couple months later that they're the worst boss ever but they they love to hide behind the good things that they do it's not any different in the spiritual community if they're hiding behind all the great things that they do for people and all the sacrifices that they make and i did this for you and i did that for you and seeing patterns of a narcissist in a spiritual leader don't ignore the warning signs because it will not get any better and i've met people who are narcissists in the spiritual community but they have they still have the ability to teach you something don't just don't fall into that trap that's what i'm saying so red flag number three when your spiritual mentor is constantly asking for more money per se like i know that there's like certain um there's certain programs certain mentorship programs where you know those mentors lead you to a certain point and then obviously if you want to go on to the second phase third phase whatever the case is it does cost more now i will have to say that i understand why people charge for their spirituality and their guidance because it is time per se if someone takes time to guide you in anything and consult you in the way in a certain path then yes it costs the money because they have to go out of their way to make the time for you they have to go out of their way to make sure that what they're teaching is correct they have to study all these things and it's time it's energy it's it's taking away time from actual work and paying the bills and etc i understand the charging but this red flag is more about like if you're trying to fix a certain scenario and they're constantly telling you hey well um, that didn't work because we have to do something greater than that like your issue didn't work because we have to do something so much more deeper and your your issues are not being solved they're constantly like okay well it, if that didn't work then we have to do this this for it or we have to do a different thing for it and it's constantly them kind of recycling the issue and making you kind of pay for more services and the issue is not solved that's a red flag if your issue is not being solved and they're constantly asking for more money to solve a specific issue that's a red flag 
they're, they're only scamming, they're not actually helping you. And the person is truly gifted, they will find the source of your problem. They will find either the source of the problem or they will find how to help you with your source of your problem. And it comes down to that. Now, be aware of it's a give and take, you have to put your effort, but once again, I'm sure you guys know what I'm saying when I say that it's a red flag when they're trying to solve the same issue and asking for more money and more money to solve that specific issue. Red flag number four, someone guaranteeing you a specific outcome. If they're advertising something that I guarantee you that if you take this class that is worth $5,000, you will have a spiritual awakening. I guarantee you, you turn this candle on and it's, you're gonna win the lottery. I guarantee you that um, if you do this love spell, you will get back to your ex-boyfriend. No one could guarantee you anything in the spiritual community. And the reason for this is because Everything is energy, okay? Everything, absolutely everything. The spells, the spells could go only to a certain extent. The spells could go and help you kind of have like a push, okay? Kind of push you, kind of like, it's almost like drinking coffee gives you energy so you could actually go to work kind of thing. The spells itself will not do the legwork. The spells and the rituals and and anything that anyone in the spiritual community does will not guarantee you a specific outcome. If the case is that you're doing a money spell, that they will provide you with the money necessary for you to actually have for your stability, not for you to be 100% rich because I have not met a, a witch that became rich with witchcraft. I have not. If If she's out there then you know she could hit me up so she could teach me how to do it because i have not met anybody who has became rich based on money spells you could solve an issue like per se if you if you have an issue where you have to pay a bill and you make a money spell then yes money will come but those money spells will not make you rich unless you're making a super huge sacrifice and you're going into the dark arts where you're literally sacrificing someone to become rich like be aware of those kind of things i met people who have used spells to put a, a dash of luck into a certain scenario and it helps out but there's no way that they could guarantee you a specific outcome there's no way as, as I do readings for people and I do spells for them, I make them fully aware that the spells that I'm making is so it could be a touch of good luck to their plans, the things that they go they could go through. Most of the time when I do such a thing, it's mostly like a cleaning, to clean your path. For it to be clear for you to receive exactly what you want. Because some people just need that pinch of luck to actually achieve and get exactly what they need. Red flag number five. The leader with the ego. If this person, your spiritual leader, mentor, gets easily offended by the things that 
you say or do per se if let's say that you're going to that specific mentor for astrology and all you're doing is learning astrology and etc and they get offended because you go see someone that does tarot or spells and they're like no well you i'm mentoring you you could only come to me you could only find answers from me that ego comes coming out to me the more the more that you find mentors and the more that you find guidance the easier it is for you to move forward in life reflect number six giving people ranks like I've seen it where people are in a mentoring program and they will literally have like a group of 10 people and they start ranking them like okay because you have this ability you're higher than this other person or you're ranking higher than that other person because you've gone through a spiritual awakening and this person hasn't um even though subconsciously we kind of know that everybody's in a different level the fact that a mentor mentions your level or puts a rank in your abilities when it comes to spirituality it's like you can't even really have ranks to be honest um and the reason why i say that is because everybody is going to be different what i could do and what i could um and my abilities are going to be different from everyone else and the fact that people put ranks on, on the people they're mentoring is just gross it's gross um I don't like putting ranks. I like to treat everyone who I've been mentoring in different ways because first of all, even if they were in the same level of consciousness, I would still approach it completely different because everybody has different ways. And when a person or a leader or a mentor has to be teaching something, they have to be more diverse in their teachings their teachings have to be diverse enough for everyone to understand it and it's not up to the person who's getting mentored it's up to the mentor to understand what kind of approach they're going to be using for you to understand their teachings so that's a red flag to me anyone who puts rings on any specific things like oh you're level one you're level two you're level three that is or you, you're a beginner I don't believe in such a thing as your spiritual beginner because if you are um, if you're looking into spirituality even if you were a kid playing with rocks and stones and trying to you know make the wind move a certain way um, you're already experiencing some sort of spirituality so the fact that you may not be so subjected to the art of spirituality and you haven't developed them e enough doesn't make you a beginner it doesn't make sense like i just started spirituality no you've always been spiritual the fact that you're open enough to recognize that there's such a thing as spirituality you have already been open to it you're not a beginner um and to me that's why there's no such thing as levels it's you regaining your abilities like being guided into remembering who you really are 
because within you, you have all these abilities. It's just unlocking them and remembering them. That's all. It's not, like I said, it's not a ranking thing. And these are some of the red flags that I've noticed throughout the years and the things that I've noticed when I actually meet a spiritual person because there are spiritual leaders out there, mentors that are great at what they do. And none of them have these red flags because they're doing it within their heart. Like they're doing it for the love of you know our our community the love that they have towards their spirituality the love that they have with the collective and they're true to their purpose they're true to their abilities they're true to the idea that they're here with a purpose and they want to move forward from there and i i want to say that i kind of always check myself to make sure that I'm not falling into these red flags because it's very easy to fall into these red flags. It's it's not to shame anyone who who does these red flags. It's just sometimes the human side of us gets the best of us, you know? And let's be real. We could always learn something from anyone, even even taking care of a baby. You learn so much from the baby, the patience necessary, how you build tolerance, how you go out of your way to do all these crazy things for a little being that doesn't even talk back to you, you know, or doesn't even conversate with you, um, or how you could love something that you just met, like a little a little peanut you know that you just met you love them with all your heart and you could do anything and everything and you find the abilities abilities that you never thought you had like the abilities to give your own life for them um or the ability that you have that you want to protect them and all this fierceness of mama bear comes out and same thing with with a father you know i've I've seen so many people change because they have a child or they they go through finding a, a really good friend and that friend chooses them so much more and um, we could find mentors, we could find teachers, we could find spiritual leaders in anything. Our, our pets, our animals, our, our plants and right now guys I'm going into a very different kind of spirituality um i'm going into um i'm gonna say green spirituality because it's all about plants and it's about earth and it's gaia and that type of spirituality and i'm merging myself into that spirituality and i'm learning so much from the things that the plants are telling me like i'm literally tuning into those energies and what they're telling me and teaching me and I feel like it's such an amazing time in my life because the only thing that is that is constantly inspiring me is my spirituality, is the things, is the energies that I feel. And I know I have been away for quite some time and it's the podcast is looking a little um a little sad right now, I guess you could say, because it's it's not as stable as I want it to be, but it's due to the fact that, as you guys know, I did start this podcast with the idea that I wanted to continue my 
my spirituality and just submerge myself completely and do this for a living. Um, but then I went back to work and as you guys probably heard in previous episodes, it's it was something that I was struggling with until I developed severe anxiety. Even though I'm not working anymore, it takes some time for the severe anxiety to calm down and for your mind to readjust. And um, I love this aspect of my life. Like, if I could live, breathe, and just do spirituality, I would be completely happy because it's so amazing to see different kinds of people and different energies and share these experiences with others and have the ability to help someone and in turn they they achieve their goals and they come back and they're helping you you know and i think that that's what a leader and a mentor should be all about they should see you as a person who they're trying to help enough for them to see you as their equal as their mutual so be aware of those kind of things know that no one should look down upon you because they think that you're a beginner you're not a beginner you are not just starting off the magic has always been in you i have a couple of announcements so i'm bringing back jose mateo onto the podcast um, by popular demand He's going to be sharing with us the most current method of finding um, the key issues that you're dealing with and that's through lucid dreaming. Me and him recently had like a long conversation about the severe anxiety because it went right back into the whole um, dream that I had had when I did the, the podcast episode with him and he was able to determine what it was um, and he guided me into a lucid dream that I had and in turn my own consciousness was able to tell me exactly what was wrong and why the severe anxiety happened and when it actually started it, it led me right into the the actual very second that it started and it also guided me into how I could fix it and um, he's gonna be coming on board once again um, if you guys have any dreams that you guys have been having or a weird dream that you guys need to decipher, please send me a message on Instagram. If you want it to be anonymous, just let me know so we don't air out your actual name. But he will be coming on board. I will keep you guys posted on the dates or just make sure you guys follow me on Instagram so you you guys know exactly when he's going to be answering those questions. And just let me know. We'll do a... A specific episode on the exercise that we did and how you are able to do that guided exercise and let's decipher some dreams thank you guys for listening share this episode with someone who's on their spiritual journey and if you guys would like to see more spiritual content in the description below there's a link where you guys could go straight to my instagram and straight to my tiktok Make sure to follow both because in both platforms, I have different content. So make sure to follow both. Once again, thank you guys for listening and have a great one.